independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Well, look who showed up in East Palestine. It ain't the mayor, who also happens to be Secretary of Transportation, old Pete Buttigieg. Is there anything else that needs to be on site for you to learn from before the stuff all gets cut up and shipped out? I, at this point, I think to, at this point we're satisfied. We, we did a lot of that work yesterday. We completed a lot of it yesterday. Yeah. Is there anything that needs to be on site that we can help fix this process? That you, I, 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 I don't know. I, you know, guys, I want to be president, and this was not part of the job description to be the uh, uh, the mayor of Disaster Town. <laughs> I want to talk about equality and racist, uh, uh, racist, you know, roads, and why don't. These construction people look like these people, uh, you know, equity and stuff. Those are the things I'm really interested in. This uh, this this whole thing about uh, nuclear disaster site and destroying people's lives. I don't want any part of that. Eh, but here we are. Yeah, but here we are. Here we are. And you got to deal with it, Pete. You got to deal with it, Pete. Sorry, man. It sucks. I get it. I totally get it. You don't want to deal with it. But you got to. I was telling somebody yesterday because we're doing a bunch of stuff in here and there's all these TVs on and they have uh, Pete Buttigieg hadn't decided when he was going to go. And I turned to my buddy who does a show with me in the afternoons locally here and I said to him, I said, dude, have you ever seen anybody who their their stock was always kind of rising? And we have spoken to him twice here because we're doing big, stupid projects here in Arizona that are useless. And they've given a lot of money to us to do it because choo-choo trains are amazing to carry people around that nobody goes on. And uh, but he, you know he's 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 great to talk to, very nice guy. And but man, have you seen anybody whose stock has fallen being transportation secretary from a nightmare when it comes to travel to a absolute horrific way? That he has not dealt with what's gone on in East Palestine. And I don't think you guys understand how nasty and ugly it is. Producer Anthony and I were talking about before the show today. And you're going to listen to this resident here. He's pissed. He's angry. This is not let's fix this in a couple weeks scenario. This is not the 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 aftermath of a tornado or or of a hurricane, or even an earthquake, and there's some damage. This town has been destroyed in ways that we can't even see yet. People of East Palestine are just being treated like dummies. I'm angry. I'm angry about this. I've lived in East Palestine for 65 years now. That's my home. My grandmother came from Germany. She lived in Palestine. My dad grew up there. I live in a house that's probably the closest of any of these, and, and it's a shame. I'm afraid to put my dog out just to pee. I, I don't feel safe in this town now. You took it away from me. You took this away from us. You seem like a sincere man. I'm not calling you names. I'm not, you know, but your company stinks because they're not watching what's going on. You've got to do something about this. I lost a lot. I lost the value of my home. I'm only one block. I can throw a stone to that burner. And you listen to him and think about this, you know, to Mike DeWine and these fake, you know, drinking water, showing everybody. How, you have no idea the damage that has been done. God willing, there is none. But you know what? You won't know. You won't know that tomorrow. You won't know that next week. 
Because whatever took place may not be detectable in a real way for a while. Chernobyl, right? Bhopal, India, all of those things. You look at these disasters. This was a disaster. And the way that we came at it as a government, this government in particular, this administration, was a disaster itself. You know, a thousand of these happening here. Like this? Like this where things have melted down? Explosions were still happening. Fire were burning for days like this because I look at the television. I don't see that every day. I don't see that every day. Do you? No. Alan Shaw, the resident. Uh, uh, yeah, Jim Stewart, who was the resident, confronted Alan Shaw. Now, he's the CEO of Northbrook uh, Southern. And look, do I think that this guy for a moment thinks, oh, man, you know, it'd be great if we blew up a town. I don't think that at all. Here's his response to that man who's pissed. What do we do now? What I can do and what I will do is make it right. We're going to get the cleanup right. We're going to reimburse the citizens. We're going to invest in the long-term health of this community. I'm going to see this through, and we're going to be here. We're going to do what's right for this community. Well, that's, that's what's right. But did you, your derailment, did it change me now? It's, changed, it's made me an angry man. I'm a Christian. I love the Lord. But you've made me angry. And I don't want to be like that. Yeah. His house value has gone down. These people are farmers in some areas. Are you going to buy some stuff from them? No. You kidding? Who wants a radioactive whatever the hell they're selling? No, thanks. Even if it's not, that's the thought that's going through people's minds. You let your kid wander around? The drinking water? The farming? Well, why should the, well the soil matters. The water matters. And we can go through this over and over again. You crushed their home values. You made their insurance claims. I mean, who's who? what are you even paying for? Well, your house is still there. Why should I pay for something? I mean, this is what you've done. And the response has been half-assed. The only good thing they said is, hey, uh, uh, old uh, Norfolk there, you guys, railroad people, clean it up. Or we're going to do what you do at the rental car place. What's that? If you clean it up, uh, you know, that's uh, on you and you pay whatever the going rate is to clean your crap up. If you don't, we're going to clean it up. And like they do at the rental car place, yeah, you don't put gas in it. They charge you $12 a gallon. Well, they said, if you guys don't clean this mess up here, we're going to charge you three times what it cost. Three times. And whose fault is it? It's Trump's fault. That was that's just it. It's Trump's fault because you know deregulation and stuff. We don't even know what's going on. But that's that's where that's the world we live in now. Run to blame somebody else rather than stand up and say, "Let's find out what's going on." We'll point fingers later. Let's go see what really took place before we decide to do anything when it comes to blame. But you have to. Well, here's the blame right now. You guys have failed these people tremendously. You've let them down. You've destroyed a a, a little area in Ohio that, you know, it's it's I, I, I was telling my wife the area kind of remind now it's not I think it's a little bit prettier than where I live in some cases, but uh we have that deserty look. But it kind of reminds me of where I live. You got property, 
Uh, it's outside of a bigger city kind of area. We got, I got farmers all around me. We got trains that zip by down, you know, uh, a few miles from the house. But we, I look at this, it's kind of like that. And I was telling her, I mean, the, yeah, you should be pissed. These people should be pissed. Absolutely. And the difference is when a tornado goes through or when a, a, a hurricane blows through. If I rebuild the house today there, what I don't have to worry about is letting my kid go outside and play and worry, hey, is he going to grow a third eye because God knows what else was on there? Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. The response is Trump's fault. It's always Trump's fault. Okay. Okay. How about fix something before we start pointing figure- fingers? So I tell my kids all the time. Stop telling me who spilt the milk, clean it up, we can deal with the crap later, rather than let it sit there. And that's politics in today's world. They spill milk, whoever they are, then the politicians get involved, and they want to blame the other side for something that took place. You know what? This could have been something that no matter who was running the country, or the transportation secretary. This could have been something that couldn't have been avoided. Accidents is what they're called. That could happen. Some sort of anomaly could have happened. It could have been nobody's fault. But it's more important to blame somebody rather than fix the problem. Well, the problem is this government, this administration right now, in particular, this transportation secretary, he sucks at his gig. He does. Who thinks he's doing a bang-up job? I didn't think so. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Should Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. We'll have more lighter fare coming up. The ladies, uh, Chicks on the Right, going to join us. Uh, Mock and Daisy, bottom of the hour. I want to get their take on, first of all, uh, Vivek Ramswamy, who's going to who's jumped into the race to be uh, a presidential candidate on the Republican side, and also what took place because they're about my age, uh, let me a little bit you know younger, but we're right around all the kind of the same age. And the whole thought process of Nikki Haley being past the prime, I want to find out the ladies are past their prime because I think it's good to hear from one because uh, I don't identify as a fifty-one-year-old presidential candidate who happens to be female. Not that I couldn't, because as we know in today's world, I can identify as anything I want. Today, I'm just going to be Chad. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Inflation. It's always got to be something you're worried about in today's markets right now. Are you worried about it? I think a lot of you are. What are you doing to hedge yourself in the event that inflation gets worse and maybe we hit a recession? Silver, silver, silver. My friends at Swiss America clue me in silver soaring, military, solar, electric cars, tech, all this stuff. It's great. And it's still attractively priced. It's perfect. It's a great opportunity to hedge protection. Uh, it uses a hedge against your, you know, to protect your assets. And and it's the physical side. We're not talking about the stock market, the commodity stuff like that. We're talking about the physical side. And that's why right now they're offering my listeners the beautiful Walking Liberty half dollars at amazingly a price of $12.50 each delivered. These are issued. U.S. minted, 1916 to 1947. They could be yours for $12.50 
That's it. While supplies last, you had to hurry up. Limit 250 per customer. Call or text to reserve your silver coins, 800-289-2646, 800-289-2646. Or better yet, go to SwissAmerica.com slash Chad, SwissAmerica.com slash Chad to get your walking liberty half dollars. There's silver right now, $12.50 a piece at SwissAmerica.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Serving up talk radio, medium rare, and dripping with irony, it's Chad Benson. Given the recent parade of tech companies announcing layoffs, Barclays Research predicted that the number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits rose by about 1,000 in the week leading up to February 18th. It wasn't to be the case. The Labor Department reported this morning that weekly claims fell by about 3,000. In all, about 192,000 Americans filed first-time paperwork. Ah, here we are. Again, it's it's we're in that weird malaise where nothing big is happening and nothing small is happening. Because the tech sector, I think for a lot of people, when we look at, you know, I was reading yesterday that they're expecting us to be in some sort of recession. Nobody knows when. Some people are still saying, I think we went through one last year. I think we kind of got through it. Now we're in this kind of non-growth-ish area, growth in some places. Some places still can add jobs. But the tech sector is weird because they always talk about the tech sector. Well, they overhired. <laughs> we need 50,000. We hired for 70, and we're cutting back because we thought we were going to grow in such a way. They haven't got to the point where pre pandemic, when things were great, we had 45,000 people, and that was about right. And they've dropped now to 30,000. Then you start to worry when it comes to the economy. Jobs are still available. Maybe not the job you want. There should be a Secretary uh, of Transportation job available soon at the rate this is going. Not very nice, Chad. He's a, he's really trying. He's only eight. <laughs> That's why people didn't vote for him. I continue to say that. People did not vote for him because he looked like he was your nephew. Right? I can't vote for my nephew. Sorry. I can't do it. Now, when your nephew's 55 and looks 55, well, you might be able to vote for him. But, uh, alas, here we are. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's supposed to snow today in Southern California at some point. Low enough that it would be at the Hollywood sign. They said, I got a blizzard thing, you know. This is not a, not a joke. A blizzard warning. Because I don't think people realize this. Like, if you've never been to California, the beauty of uh, California politics is insane. The state's beauty is is uh, is is unmatched. The things you can do in California are insane. And as kids growing up, we would do weird stuff that other kids were like, "What?" We would surf in the morning and go skiing in the afternoon. So you're at the beach surfing, and then you're in the snow in the afternoon. Well, that snow is moving down today. If you try hard enough, you might be able to snow ski where you surf. That'd be interesting. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at this. 
text the program. I, I, I'm going to warn everybody, eh, don't do this. Plastic surgeons call the procedure gluteal augmentation, the injection of silicone into the buttocks to make them larger and firmer. It's what brought Marja McClendon of St. Louis to Houston. She's got them done before in Houston. McClendon's sister is Deshauna Arnold. That wasn't her first go around here. It was her last. Days after the procedure, McClendon died of a pulmonary embolism blamed on the injections. The woman who administered them in her apartment, Lisa Fernandez, has been sentenced to eight years in prison. I'm going to tell you guys this. If you think you're going to have a procedure done that is medical, right, and they say, hey, we're going to do it in my apartment, (laughs) or we're going to do it at a hotel, and it's not a spa, right, like you're not getting your eyelashes done, you should probably stay away from that. I'm just, I'm throwing that out there that that is a bad thing, right? Bad, bad. It's a bad thing. And we hear about this all the time because people are so, they're looking for something that is so cheap and they want something done. Then you find out they're shooting like caulk and, and, you know, like, like, you know, all kinds of wacky stuff into you. Don't do it. The ladies, chicks on the right, they're going to join us. We're going to ask them about, uh, are they past their prime? You know, Don Lemon's back, and he's sour, as always. Talk about that, a lot of other stuff straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's that time of the week. We're joined by two lovely ladies, and then these two, uh, Maka Daisy from <laughs> Chicks on the Right. Uh, they join the show to talk about today's news and having a good time, and because it's pop culture, it's fun, it's life. And I want to pick your brain because uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are pissed at the world because they got made fun out of and called on the carpet. And I know you guys find that hysterical. Yeah, it's funny. It's really funny. The Except now they're that, saying that it's not like she came out and she's like, I'm not that mad. We're not suing. Did she really say that? Did she say that? Yeah. Oh, she's so full of crap because she knows she got heat. She got a bunch of heat for that. The episode, the name of the episode was Wang. <laughs> so I love that. Exactly what they are. <laughs> they're just two people that embody the word Wang. <laughs> Wah. Hey, <laughs> speaking of wah, uh, uh, Don Lemon is in trouble. And of course, he had to go to re-education therapy because in the intersectionality hierarchy, while he is black and gay, he was he was ageist, sexist and racist against a woman. So she got three points. He only has two. Uh, <laughs> you guys are women and you guys are, according to Don Lemon, past your prime. Uh, how does right. that make you feel? Um, I'm truly offended by it. Are you offended? <laughs> Are you okay? You feel okay? You all right? I'm fine. I'm doing yeah. just fine. Although mm-hmm. I will say, because Megan Kelly has a take and she's furious that uh, Don Lemon is getting away with doing all this and that he's not just absolutely fired. But then um, Candace Owens has a whole other take, which is conservatives need to calm down. We can't play the leftist games and get outraged and offended by everything. But I actually 
think Candace is missing the bigger picture, which is that we're not it's not like Daisy and I are losing sleep over being called out of our prime by Don Lemon, but we are calling out the hypocrisy and the double standard, because if he was somebody that was conservative saying that about a 51 year old liberal woman, then he would be immediately canceled. And so that's the part that we're trying to call out. Yeah. And also, I think that he he thought that the rules were that since she's conservative, he can say whatever the hell he wants about her. And then he was kind of spanked for that, you know, because it's like you can't do that, you know. So I, I think he just he got really comfortable in that world of I can just say anything I want about a conservative woman. It's like, no, you don't you don't get to do that. You don't <laughs> get to do that, Don Lamont. And so he's learning very quickly that they will also eat their own. The liberals will do that. And now he is that's happening to him. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy because I, I, I'm sitting there thinking to me because I'm 52 years old and I'm so not near my prime when it comes to because I got <laughs> ways to go before I get there. But like, yeah, when I was 23, I was in way better shape than I am now. Dad bought all over the place. Is my <laughs> mind still sharp? Absolutely. But right. she's young compared to the politicians we now. Joe Biden is 306 totally. years old. He remembers yeah. when they used to talk about the iron horse that would one day take over this land. <laughs> And yet he took a 10 hour train ride to get to uh, to get to, you know, the to Kiev, which I I, quite Mm -hmm. frankly, I applaud him for. You applaud him for going. I do applaud him for for going the train ride. You applaud him for going to Ukraine. I think it was. Look, I I think it was he, he he went to a place that was a war zone with no Americans controlling anything, which I think showed guts. He's also lived a very long life. So if it ended that way, it would have been awful. But still that I'm kidding, everybody. I'm kidding. But I applaud him for going. But his message is all over the place. I think we all know that. But, you know, when we're talking about the age thing, he's 80 years old, for God's sakes. She's yeah. 51. There's he, a 29 year difference. Do you think he actually knows where he is? Jeff? <laughs> no, I heard I my buddy he say is. the other day, he looked out the train and he probably said, man, Delaware looks beautiful this time of year. <laughs> right. He has no freaking <laughs> clue where he is half the time. Well, I think most people know that like when Nikki Haley was saying that he's no longer in his prime, that was a super polite way of saying the dude has dementia. And he's mm-hmm. it's not just that it's an out of his prime thing. He is unfit to be president and then certainly to run again for president. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, yeah. It's every day. He's making gaffes every single day. Like Mock and I on our show the other day, she played a clip where he was touching some dude's biceps in the Ukraine. And he's just like fawning all over. He's like, oh, God, your biceps. <laughs> I mean, he's just he's just can he not be creepy for like five minutes? I mean, can he not just be normal and be presidential for like just a half a second? I mean, he's just he's never cool. Ever. <laughs> Let, ever. Let's be real. The last two presidents have a few issues with boundaries, and I think we all know that. (laughs) I think it's time to take a step back and go, we need a president that is not only going to be the ruler of the free world, but also understands tack, decorum, and boundaries. Who's up for Because Vivek's running, right? Like, Vivek jumped in today. Vivek uh, uh, Ramsawami jumped in, which is, I, he's very interesting, but here's my take on this. I like a lot of what he's saying, and at the same time, are you selling books? 
I get that. And that's a legit um, it's a legit possibility, although I don't think he needs the money. This is an entrepreneur who has started and sold companies. So I don't think he's like, oh, my God, how am I going to retire? I think he genuinely does have a huge desire to help America get back to its America American greatness. And so I I really like so far what I've seen from Vivek. I just realized that I've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. It's it Vivek. Vivek. Um, and so I think he's an interesting addition to the mix. And I'm, I'm going to be very interested to watch him, especially because DeSantis has not yet said he's running. Yeah. And plus, I, plus people are not used to this, Chad. They're, they're not used to people like him. And so he's an anomaly and people freak out when they see businessmen like him or businesswomen like him get into, they, they throw their hats into the ring because they're like, oh my God, there's no government experience there. There's no, you know, it's, it, it, they're not, they're not used to, which is what the founders intended. The founders wanted people like Vivek to, to run and to get into office and to be there for a couple of years and then get the hell out. That's what they intended for us. But we're so used to people like the Joe Bidens of the world being in there for 40 freaking years and being career politicians. This is what we're conditioned to expect. And so when we see somebody like a Vivek run, we're like, well, that's weird. You know why? <laughs> this is just bizarre to us. And even conservatives are a little freaked out by it, which is yeah. that's the weird thing is that we shouldn't be freaked out by somebody like him running. We should be conditioned to be like okay this is normal we should think that that's normal and not weird yeah absolutely talking to the chicks on the right as we talk about all kinds of wacky stuff and and political stuff you know what if i was to ask you guys when you see a president run or or somebody who's going to run for president on the right side if you were to design somebody that you would want to to be in that position what does it look like policy-wise? What does it look like in, in, in you know being able to deal with the pop culture of what politics has become today? Because I think everybody's got their mind. Okay, if I could pick, you know, take a little bit of Reagan and maybe some oomph of Trump and a little bit of the, what would it look like to you? That's such a great question. And it's one it we've is. talked about forever, even back in our radio days. We always talked about, wouldn't it be great if some man would emerge from the jungle that no one has ever heard of before that has all of the characteristics that you just mentioned. It takes the best of every everybody that we've loved and who's been an effective leader and puts them all into one guy. And I don't know. I mean, is it possible that Vivek is that guy? I don't know. I don't like the fact that on Twitter already, I'm seeing people just be like, they're saying things like, how dare he think he can be president? Well, why not? I don't understand anybody who's like, I've never heard of him, so therefore he can't do it. How about yeah. you learn about him first and then make exactly. up your mind? And mm-hmm. so it goes back to Daisy's point where <clears throat> if you haven't heard of him in the world of politics before, then somehow that disqualifies him. I think that's the best qualifier ever. Exactly. I, I, you know, that's the thing is that I, I've been a DeSantis girl from day one when it comes to the presidential race, but he's not in it. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm like exploring all the options right now. Mm-hmm. And when it comes Ooh. to a, a, a perfect candidate, I mean, that person needs to be limited government. Go back to what the founders wanted for us. Read the freaking constitution, you know, get a grip on civics, like understand what the founders wanted for us. And it's not what we're seeing today. We are so far removed from what they wanted for us. I mean, geez, like, I don't know, abolish the IRS. There's one. Abolish the Department of Education. There's two. I mean, it's like we could go on and on. There's a list, Chad. There's like a (laughs) a huge scroll that we could tell you what we want this person to do. They won't be able to do all of it. But if we could just get 10 of the things done, it would be a win 
for us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I sit there and think, you know, you want somebody that has the, uh, again, the pushback a bit of Trump, some of what Reagan yeah. had, some of even what of Obama and JFK have in the way that you speak and the eloquence of being able to mm-hmm. delay, you know, bring a message. I mean, you could go across a tons of, I, of course, you got to talk about Polk, right? That guy was awesome. Some Grover Cleveland you throw in there. Don't want anybody to die in a bathtub, but you never know what could happen. I mean, we can throw <laughs> a lot of stuff out there that you would think yep. about, like if you're designing something and somebody that you would want to see come forward and i look around and i'm like i don't know what desantis is going to be like i mean you know scott walker was the hot thing for a while and then he came out and flamed out desantis you know tim scott i love his story yesterday he was in iowa and Mm -hmm. i was very intrigued i want to hear what he's going to say is he going to jump in because i want to know are you getting in it because you feel you want to or is there a push by other people because i often worry because the world of politics so often they're looking for the same thing we are who can we make out to do the bidding that we need done and i worry about tim scott because he is so effective and good how much of this is him and how much of this is other people pushing him and then you bring up a great point because a lot of nowadays people have to be so charismatic. Like you brought up Scott Walker. What was it they used to call him? Aggressively normal is what that's what he called him. himself. He called himself aggressively. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Aggressively normal. And so he wasn't. I mean, he's. We've met him. He's like the nicest guy. He's like a super great guy, right? But I don't know if he was as you know charismatic enough and like flashy enough to win because people. That's so important now, which sucks. Because nowadays you have to be like really great on social media and you have to be like this, hey, like used car salesman kind of like personality where you have to like be super flashy and care. Trump had that. Trump had that personality where he was out there and in people's faces and boisterous and he was a pit bull and people love that. And he can get up on a stage and like, you know, talk to people for three hours and entertain, frankly. And nowadays you have to be able to kind of do that. It's not just about policy. It's about entertainment, which I hate to say it, but that's part of the deal. It is part of the deal. And then, but unfortunately that can sometimes come with negative side effects. Right. (laughs) And Trump is a great example of that. Like, Uh do, do we accept the good with the bad? I don't know. I know a lot of people are tired enough of the bad that they Mm -hmm. are ready for a change. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. Uh, like, I look at Trump, and you and I, you ladies, we've talked about this. Talking to the ladies, uh, the ladies here, Maka Daisy, chicks on the right. We've talked about it before, because I'm not afraid to criticize Trump, and I think my audience is strong enough to understand that, look, I can I can uh, sit there and de- compartmentalize. Hey, look, I think he did some good things, but I also think he did some things ridiculous, and I'm not going to follow him around like he's Yahweh. Uh, but you know, I I look and when people get mad about the last election and look, was there some screwy business? There's a potential. Could you ever prove it? No. So we have to move on with our life. But are we, do we really want another Trump thing? Cause I think that Nikki Haley thing, as we were talking about earlier, I think a portion of that was a swipe at Trump too. Cause Trump's no spring chicken. uh, Oh yeah. Oh no, he's he's a lot. He's just almost as old as Biden, right? I mean, isn't mm-hmm. he? He's up there, or just a, he's a lot. I think he's very sprightly. I mean, I think he's definitely not he's not dementia ridden like Biden. I think that there are certain older people that are more in their right mind than other older people. But I think a lot of us are just you know, regardless. I think a lot of us are just ready for younger people to be in office. I mean, it, it, Trump aside, I think we're just ready. A lot of us are, aren't you? 
Oh, absolutely. 110%. I mean, I would, I would like mm-hmm. to see, you know, again, as she said, new blood. Yeah. It's right. just somebody with some different ideas to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Somebody who I, you know, I mean, I would love to see that. And I mean, does it mean it's going to be perfect? No, but that's the other side of it. I mean, everybody wants perfection. You're not going to get it. We are a divided never. nation. You're never yeah. going to get perfection. Uh, and the sad thing is both sides in the extremes, have too loud of a voice and would rather settle for 100% of nothing than 75% of the right thing. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely right. Which is why, by the way, we've always said we are not never Trumpers. So if he ends up being the nominee, that's going to be a disappointment to me personally. I'm still going to vote for him because the alternative is absolutely unthinkable. It's and communism. there are way too many. There are way too many people who are only Trumpers who are mm-hmm. saying if that's not the guy, they're just not going to vote or they're just, you know what I mean? And I just think that's such a self-defeating attitude. I, I will crazy. never understand that. It's crazy it is. is what it is, because, yeah, right now it's like our country is careening off a cliff and we're circling the drain when it comes to everything. Look around. Everything is exploding. Literally, <laughs> things are yeah. exploding all over the place. And so, yeah, I don't understand that mentality. It's 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 very much of an all or nothing with some of these people. And that doesn't make any sense. How is that going to make anything better if we continue down the path of basically socialism? It's crazy. It's crazy. They're the chicks yeah. on the right. Ladies, if they want to get a hold of you, everybody wants to get a hold of you. Let's find out who you are, where your OnlyFans is, all of that stuff. <laughs> where exactly do they go? Tell them, Mark. Well, the easiest thing to do is just go to chicksontheright.com slash links. And that has a list of our website and our podcast and all of our social media and one-stop shopping right there. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a new thing called Only Hams, where I just yeah. go to the oh. supermarket and take pictures of hams. And that's, that's all that's so- on there. I love oh that. God, I love that it. sounds hot. God, and I'm is, hungry now. I'm super <laughs> yeah, <right>? hungry now. <laughs> you're, you're hungry Delicious. for some ham. I know that, ladies. Heck yeah. <laughs> love having you on. You guys have a good one, and we will talk to you soon as we always do. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Hope all is well with you. <laughs> My wife comes in last night, so we were gone for a few days. And uh, our dogs, uh, they didn't get their rough grades. Uh, because the people that were watching the house, uh, they didn't sprinkle it on top. But Doodle just, he pigged out when we got home. And my wife's like, he's going to live forever. And I started laughing because he does drive everybody crazy. I love him to death, but he does drive everybody crazy. So if you don't know what Rough Greens is, it's got vitamins, minerals, you know, probiotics, all this amazing omega-3, 6, 9, all this incredible stuff. And it's, it's a supplement you spring on top of your dog's food. She says he's helicoptering his tail around 100 miles an hour and bouncing around like he's a puppy. I said, yeah. We had a dog trainer come in for our little dogs last week, and they're like, that dog's in great shape. And she's like, my mother-in-law's like, Ugh. I said, yeah, yeah, doodle's fine. All because of Rough Greens. The one thing we did was change the way we feed him. And all we do is sprinkle this on top of it. Why don't you try it for yourself? Get your dog a free bag of Rough Greens by going to ruffgreens.com slash chad. Roughgreens.com slash chad. Roughgreens.com slash chad. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Always good to have the uh, chicks on. It's fun. You know, we 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 got into. If you guys didn't see, I did their uh, podcast. 
uh, last week. And one of the things that we got into was the whole Trump stuff, because we joke about we, you know, uh, I'm. I'll call Trump out. They've called Trump out. The hate they get. And uh, it's just, as we talked about earlier, it's do you want the truth or do you want to be continually told what you want to hear, even if it's not the whole story, because it makes you feel good. And I I just it's 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 amazing, right? Like the, the the vitriol that people have. But I would say over the last year. Some of that is changing, and I think for the better. And I think it, it, we got to be able to have conversations in this country, and that's got to happen more and more. And I just don't know what the deal is and why people are afraid to have a conversation and why we're so wrapped up in this insanity. But it's always fun to talk to the chicks. Follow along uh, with me at Chad Benson Show on your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Grab the podcast, uh, wherever podcasts are available. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What's up, party people? Trump in Ohio yesterday, handing out Trump water and goodies. Uh, Don't worry, though. Everybody on the ground, relax. Pete Buttigieg showed up. Things are going to get good now. Things are about to get a lot better. (laughs) Just in the nick of time. Hey, you guys need any help? No, we clean it up, Pete. It's all right. Thanks for coming. All right. Just want to let you guys know we care. (laughs) So funny. Oh, my Lord. Have you ever seen anybody flounder? I mean, you know, politicians can tend to flounder and bureaucracy can make politicians even look worse. But this was as tone deaf as it gets. It really was. It's the town melting because the train, you know, derailed, then it caught fire and exploded. That's because we don't give enough time off. It's because Trump's bad. It's because of uh, uh Poor working conditions. It's because of, we don't know what it is, but who can we blame? How about an accident took place? People are pissed and angry. They want to hear from the guy that, here's the thing I've always said, all right? And 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 one of the things I think that politicians forget, and I, and I learned this a long time ago, way back in my wee days, my wee lad days, when I was getting life experience and working and, and not worrying about gender and stuff like that is when I was a broker, I had a great piece of advice. Bobby Stokes, my buddy Stokey. Stokes says to me, he says, hey, man, you're going to make bad trades? You're going to make some good trades. Uh, The good trades, that's fine. The bad trades, you're going to get a lot more love with bad trades than you think. And I said, well, how's that? He goes, because people want to know you're in it with them. So you don't dodge phone calls. You, 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 you immediately address the situation. And even if it is their trade, because a lot of times it's most people are doing self-directed at the time and online was just getting going stuff. They want to know that you're with them, that you're not just sitting there watching their money evaporate. 
they want an ear, you know, uh, that th- th- they can talk to and, and, and somebody they can lean on it. And they want to know you're in it with them. This did not happen with this whole thing in East Palestine. None of this crap happened. And they failed miserably at it. And it shows. The only thing good that's come out of it, as far as what the government pressures come, and I'm sure there will be more that comes, but the only thing good that's come out of it, as far as the pressure, has been the public pressure and the fact that they told, hey, no, for Southern, you guys are going to clean this up or we're going to charge you three times what it would cost you to clean it up. That's it. Outside of that, nothing else has come of it. The fact that he just showed up today is 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 sad it really is three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show it's your twitter your instagram all of the other things i'm starting to get pictures producer phil and producer anthony of southern california and northern california my buddy's in sacramento i'm seeing the pictures and the the stuff you're posting uh that is snow that's what they call it it's snow in your backyards, people. I, I got a picture from my uh, 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 video from my friend. And she's out there in Palm Springs, and uh, uh, Jessica Von Rabbit. She's kind of like this punk rock star. She is at, at this place, Poppy and Harriet's, and it's it's kind of it's the desert, and there's snow falling around cactus because the weather storm is moving in, and apparently today in Southern California, as low as the Hollywood sign, you're gonna see snow. Which will, of course, be a weather event. <laughs> People and I are like, "What? Well, I mean, you don't understand." Just to get, you, just to give you guys how what an anomaly it's been. Thirty years since there's been snow that they've announced that could be coming. That's a long time. Imagine if you if you lived in Buffalo and you didn't have snow for for three years, you'd be like, "What the hell's wrong?" Because you expect it. It's like being in Southern California. It's like we don't have sunshine just doesn't happen you'd be like oh my god but i'm starting to get those pictures we will rebuild right we will survive the great blizzard of 2023 interesting study i want you guys to soak this in this has a lot to do with kids young kids today and by kids i'm at that point in my life where i look at a 24 year old goes just a kid but i want you to listen to this study we did that big thing last week cdc you know brought out that uh Study that says, you know, how much teenagers are struggling, young girls in particular, persistent depression, thoughts of, of, of anger and, and stuff. Listen to this, and we continue to point over and over again at something that is not real, but in a world where you've only known it, it feels real. Putting the phone down and reducing social media use improves body image in teens and young adults who are already feeling depressed or anxious. The study looked at 220 people between 17 and 25 years old with symptoms of depression and anxiety. Those who reduced social media use to just an hour a day reported an improvement in body esteem, appearance, and weight esteem. The benefits were seen among all genders. All 26, as producer Phil pointed out. <laughs> Why didn't you just say between, between male and female? Because that's really what it is. 
But you wanted to throw that out there. And I see today a new study. 7.2% of Americans identify as LBGTQ2+. And I laugh because that plus is any other letter you want to add to the alphabet army. Even though you're not gay, if you can add a letter to it and you can identify as that, somehow you get to be a party to it. Therefore, whatever. You're going to be an aggrieved party in whatever victimhood you feel like you should achieve. Therefore, you have a, a, a scarlet uh, letter, but the different one, this is a rainbow letter that you can put out there. But this, this study is, is interesting, and, and I think we all know that, right? I think we all know that too much screen time is bad. Here's the thing. You and I, and I'm talking to most of you guys out there, you guys are in your 30s, 40s, 50s. Some of you a little bit older, some of you a little bit younger. But that's kind of the wheelhouse, right? That that were the, of the people I'm talking to. You've got a family. Uh, maybe your kids are in college. Maybe your kids are still in in, in elementary school. Uh, whatever it is. I mean, I've got a kid that's getting ready to start kindergarten next year. Uh, so you know, the stuff works. <laughs> but the for her, she's almost five. She'll be five in August, right? So she's not even four and a half yet. But here's the thing. She's grown up with a phone. That's all she's ever known. My my stepdaughter Lily, my 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 my, my stepdaughter uh, Finn, Fifi, my my stepdaughter, they've grown up only with phones, right? That's their generation. And with my eldest, I see the body image that that the 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 struggle she has, and she's fit as a fiddle, by the way. Like you know she, but I see the struggle that she has. Like she's her favorite thing in the world to do, you know, she's she's into drawing and all this stuff is used to be jumping on the on the uh, on the trampoline. She would love that. She would do it sometimes for hours a day. She would go and she would jump on it and she'd work out on it and stuff. And then she thought she was her, her butt was getting to but she didn't want to do it anymore. And it's it, why? Because she's looking at stuff all day long, but that's all they've ever known. I grew up in a world where I didn't know that, right? I didn't know that. I wasn't staring at, 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 at magazines all day. I didn't know any of those things because I didn't have a phone in front of me. Even when we got our first phones, I remember when I got my first phone, I was in England. The company I was with, they gave me a phone and it was great. Weighed like eight pounds. <laughs> my arms were jacked, but the reality was is it did minimal things. Text message wasn't even an idea at that point. It did minimal things like make phone calls. That's what it did. It made phone calls. I know it's unique, but I didn't have to worry about going online and searching for stuff and looking at stuff all day. And it shows you the difference between the generations. Our, 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 the older generation isn't caught up in so much of this stuff as the younger generation. It's because we didn't grow up with it. You know, I talk about, well, my generation. Well, of course, yeah. Yeah. If you were to take all the things I know and you put me back where I was a 16-year-old kid, uh, first of all, I'd invest in a lot of cool stuff. Secondly, uh, I wouldn't let that stuff bother me because I knew it. But if you just flash, boom, I'm back there at 16 and I know exactly what a 16-year-old knows, it would bother the hell out of me like everybody else. 
But that's all I would have known. And that's where as parents, you got to come in. But these are older. You know, you're 25 and you're having issues because you spend all day on this stuff and you look at it. And it can be depressing, but I continue to remind my kids, and I'm sure a lot of you do the same thing. None of this is real. Right? What's the new thing with the body influencers or or the, you know, the 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 influencers, the beauty, the beauty people? Oh, I'm gonna show you what I really look like. And I remind everybody, none of this is real. It's not. It's 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 a pretend land that you can go to. That's not the metaverse yet. Real is what your family thinks, your friends think. That's real. But the rest of this is is not. And I think we need to I think we need to remind kids more and more. That's why we have kids who are depressed all the time. That's why we have kids who are so anxious and young adults that they don't have a driver's license because they're afraid to drive because their anxiety is through the roof. That's why we have so many of these problems. None of it's real. And while you can do your work, it's, you know, it's like, it, it, it's, it's so funny. Uh, one of the great sayings, you know, about electricity, right? You can cook a man and you can cook a man's dinner. Well, the internet and that stuff is great. You can do work. And at the same time, you could have the internet and the people on there work you over. It's finding the balance. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. little what's trending straight ahead. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. It's maybe one of those things you guys need to do. Get a pet. Might help you. Watch more dog videos. Might help you. Instead of looking around the internet, a bunch of wacky stuff. Let me tell you what Rough Greens does. I'll post some videos. Uh, I've got a video with Doodle I need to post, but he's doing a whirly dervish with his tail now, which is great. My dog Doodle's old. Long in the tooth, as they would say. And he is in the best shape that I've, we've had him for going on six, six years or so now. He's in the best shape he's ever been. And it's all because of Rough Greens. The one thing we changed. For a couple of years, he was struggling. We thought we were going to have to put him down. Now he's healthier, happier, bouncier. He got into it with one of the other dogs last night that is 12 years his junior. And I just started laughing. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and make it 369. You sprinkle on top of your dog's food and you watch what takes place with this. It is incredible. It has helped him tremendously. I know it'll help your dogs. Maybe your dog suffers with digestive problems. Maybe they, they suffer with skin problems. Maybe some aches, pains, joint pain. Try this. Watch what happens. RUFFgreens.com slash chat. Get a free bag today. You cover the cost of shipping. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. Reverence? Um, like, yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Peggy Grace, Chopper, and the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Playing that grass, that plenty of Russian lesser fans, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly beef, boom. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending in the world of trending. Yesterday, number one trending thing 
soccer. Makes my heart smile on Google. RB Leipzig, Man City. Outer Banks 3. I don't watch that. My kids apparently have watched that. If it's about kids who found treasure, I don't know what the hell it is. The Murdaw Murders, which took place in South Carolina. Karen, there's going to be a Netflix special about it. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I haven't followed it, really. I mean, I know kind of what happened, but there's been nothing uh, about it where... Uh, I pay attention to it. It's like, it's weird the way that some of that stuff happens, right? Ash Wednesday was big as well. But it's kind of bizarre the way that, that like some things will take hold in society. And it's, it's, uh, and that's one of those weird murders. Cause, and, and part of it is why, because it's, it is, it's the murder mystery that you watch. Somebody getting shot on the street in gang violence or in a trailer park that is, you know, you know, nobody cares. It's, it sounds horrible, but but the the idyllic life and the seediness behind it is why it takes place as far as it, why it grips America. Head on over to it's so weird, too, that we've also turned murder into entertainment. <sighs> Go over to Twitter. Also, Alex Murdaugh trending right now. You've got, uh, let's see here, lots of Thursday thoughts. National Chili Day. You know what? I might have chili today. It's chilly enough to have some chili with some cheese on top, maybe a little onion here and there. I might do that today. NVIDIA's uh, trending in the business world. They're beat stock expectations. As they say, they beat the street, kids. Oh, my Lord. John Motson. A hero to me, you probably don't know who he is unless you watch soccer, but as a kid growing up, he was one of the uh, voices, one of the two or three voices that Americans got to hear announcing, you know, games. He had this great, he's this great British announcer with this voice that was just amazing. And uh, and he's a storyteller. He was great. Passed away today. Uh, sad. The village people are trending. I hope they're getting back together. What would you even look like if you were the village people at this point? I don't know. Elaine Chow. She's the former secretary of transportation, who I am sure is getting blamed for everything uh, that took place. Everything that took place. Doesn't matter what it is. Because we live to punish the other side. Even yesterday. Yes, Trump's out there. He's handing out Trump water and, and other water. Not as good. It's just not as good. But the reality of, of it is the, the oh, my God, he sucks. He's horrible. He's doing. You know what? Still waiting for Biden. He could have at any time gone and done something. And your secretary, transportation, transportation secretary, shows up just now. Come on. Stop with the crap. Please. Chad Benson Show. <laughs> Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That's me, you're you. Stay beautiful, kids. Da, 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 
I like the music. Pete Buttigieg out visiting uh, East Palestine or Palestine. Wrong place. He went to the wrong place. Did <laughs> you imagine that? Where are we? You're in Palestine. Oh, wrong one. I want the one in Ohio. Ah, goodness. This is a long ride back. I just want to let you know that. I thought it was long to Ohio. Because, you know, the train derailed there. He's just finding this out. But he's got a good excuse of why he's not come sooner. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg visiting East Palestine three weeks after the toxic derailment of a Norfolk Southern train. His survey of the site of the wreck amid criticism for not coming sooner. A Transportation Department statement saying that Buttigieg wanted to go when it is appropriate and wouldn't detract from the emergency response efforts. How are you detracting from the emergency response? Like, guys, we were going to clean up, but this guy's here and I just want to look at him. Man, you're the Transportation Secretary. Wow. Hey, stuff's on fire. You should put it out. I can't distract with you here because I want to ask you so many questions about do you have the job. Like, how do you do the job? You're a mayor, right, of this massive small town in middle America. So we just can't. We can't do the job. Man, Whew, goodness. Look at you. You're cool. You get a card that comes with that? You get like a transportation secretary card? Are you on like Air Force 8? <laughs> I don't even know what to... Are you like 15th in line? Or just it's questions. So many questions. So you met the president? My God. That's that's your excuse. I don't want to distract from anything. Right? Like, like, like LeBron James wants to see his kid playing basketball, but he also knows when I go to a place to watch my kid play basketball... I'm going to be a distraction. I'm going to be a distraction. Why? Because I'm arguably the greatest player of all time. So I'm going to be a distraction. But you know what? He's also a distraction when he goes to a basketball game that he's playing in because he's LeBron James and that's his job. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. If you I don't know if you guys are people are losing weight via a diabetic drug. And it's very like a lot of these things happen this way. That, you know, that people don't realize uh, that 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 happen uh via kind of an accident. You know, people are, are taking stuff and then all of a sudden they're losing weight and then somebody tries and, you know, and then they lose weight and then they don't give the pill back. Well, it's not working for this, but it is working for that or the shot's not working here. It's it's very interesting the way that some of these things go. You know, that's how uh, the 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 <laughs> that's how the uh, the ED medicine came about. It was supposed to be a blood pressure medicine. They were te- they were testing it. But. One of the uh, things that that ended up happening was it really wasn't working for the blood pressure side of things, but then nobody would give back the medicine. <laughs> and they're like, why aren't these people giving back the medicine in these trial samples? It's not working. They're like, uh, because uh, uh, there's a reason maybe why. So people are losing weight using uh, this drug and Ozempic. And it's it's very interesting because there is currently issues for people trying to get the drug because they have diabetes and that's what it's for 
But the weight loss is real. This class of medications, semaglutide um, is the is the generic name, works a couple of different ways. It stimulates more insulin activity. So insulin works better, more efficiently um, at processing the glucose. And it slows the emptying of your stomach. So it does absolutely kill your appetite. Which is what a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of, like for me, because uh, I'm joking, because my wife likes to eat healthier, much healthier than I do. Right. She follows this guy, Dr. Morse, and she likes to, you know, it's, it's all, you know, and, and she tries to get me into it sometimes. And it's hard because I eat like a five year old. She goes, well, you know, who do you like? I'm like, I like Dr. Reese's. Right. Dr. Vanilla ice cream is pretty good. <laughs> so so it, it's tough. But this is one of those things where it's like for, for a lot of people, it's appetite. And one of my issues is the way that I have to eat is I try to have some smaller meals throughout the day. And part of the problem is for me, my hours I work. And if you're new to the program, I work from, I'm up about 2.30 or 3, depending on the time of the year because of the clock, the time change. So, but I don't get home till 7 o'clock at night. So it's, it's for me to get even, pretend to get eight hours of sleep, but I have to walk in the door and almost go directly to bed. But I don't because I want to see my family, right? I actually like my family and I love my kids and so I want to hang out with them. So I don't get a ton, and I'm I'm here doing stuff, and I can work out a little bit throughout the day, but it's also, I work so much, I do stuff. And so sometimes I'm just, my body's searching for energy. Monday, not so bad. Tuesday, it's pretty good. Wednesday, I'm starting to get hungry all the time. By Thursday, Friday, my body's always searching for energy, and, and it makes me hungry. And I think to myself, I listen to this, and I think, man, that'd be great if I didn't feel like I was hungry. But the energy side of it is the thing I would worry about. But weight loss is real with this. When studied head to head against the other FDA approved weight loss medications, this class is the most effective. We've known about this for well over six or seven years right now. Uh, one of them, Wegovy, got an FDA approval for weight loss in people who are overweight and obese in 2021. But of course, the real purpose of these drugs is for people with type 2 diabetes. Now, here's the thing. Uh... Like everything, it's not a magic pill a, or a magic shot without potentially an issue that comes with uh, something. And that issue, well, there's a few of these things called side effects. The side effects with this one are, are pretty variable. Most of them are gastrointestinal and dose-dependent, by the way. So nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, some constipation. This ozempic face, which we've heard about, is when people lose too much weight and they lose the, the fat in their face. And they do carry a black box warning for rare cases of a certain type of thyroid cancer that was found in animal studies. So when you talk about a drug, risk versus benefit, and you have to take into account the possibility of those side effects. And, and look... At the end of the day, this is a dream that people want, right? Like I always say, the richest person of all time will be the person that can figure out how to make eating a donut make you thin. And that sounds stupid, but that's the reality because that's who we are. You know, back you go back to caveman days, if you will. You were going from the moment you woke up till you went to bed, you were doing what? You were searching and hunting for food and trying to survive. You were always on the move. And we don't have to do that now. I mean, my God, I can sit. I can be done with the show in a little bit. I can turn on my phone. I could order food outside of them feeding it to me. I could get somebody to bring it. And I'm sure there is going to be an app for somebody to feed it to you soon because it'll either be a weird fetish or whatever. We don't have to do that. So naturally, we become a larger species. 
And something like this is that is this the magic elixir? But it does come with you know the and and people don't dig that. Now it's not everybody. Again, side effects. It's not everybody. You'll read and, and remember for every one person to post something negative, there's probably a thousand people that take it and don't have the same kind of side effects. I've had a couple people do this. Uh, that are close to me and they really have had very little side effects and the weight loss is great because they were very, very unhealthy and they weren't healthy throughout their life. Not just a, a, a period of time. At the same time, they're not manufacturing enough and people are like, we got diabetes for real. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson show it's your Twitter, your Instagram, a lot of other things uh, to get to. Uh, man, we're just trying to squeeze so much in. That's what we do here, people. That's what we do. We like to make, we like to inform you and give you all kinds of great stuff to fill your appetite for knowledge. Speaking of that, Bulwark Capital wants to fill your appetite as well when it comes to, yes, I'm going to say it, your investments. Now, Bulwark is amazing. I send my family there. I send my friends there. I send everybody there. I, it's what I do because I have looked around. I have used people in the past that I trust, and they did an okay job. But the one thing they never did was something specifically tailored to the things that I was looking for, and that's where Bulwark Capital Management comes in, and Zach Abraham are totally different. First of all, risk management is number one, especially the closer you get to retirement or if you're in retirement. On top of that, what they're going to build for you and the way that they do it is amazing. Their investment strategy is about lowering the volatility, giving you upside potential, which is very rare in this world when it comes to stocks and bonds and things of that nature and investments. They know what they're doing. I want you to check it out for myself. Just don't take my word for it. Check them out. Go to knowyourriskradio.com or bulwarkcapitalmanagement.com. But K-N-O-W, yourriskradio.com, you can get their podcast. Check it out. And you can also get a free common sense investing guide. You won't be disappointed in what they can do. And they're going to show you that they can position you right for a successful, happy retirement long, long term. KnowYourRiskRadio.com. KnowYourRiskRadio.com. Investment advisory services offered through Check Financial LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N, Chad Benson Show. What you know how to do, because when you do what you do, what you know how to do. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. And then they passed us a baton. And the question is, what will we do with the time we carry the baton? You either smoking something or you just dumb as hell. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? What? Oh my God. Get your ass on that school bus and go home. Meet me. I call myself a joyful warrior. The Chad Benson Show. Well, this is not something you want to see while dining out. Uh, a rat uh, spotted hanging from a Cheesecake Factory ceiling vent in Miami last week. Oh. Restaurant staff captured the rat with a trash can and released it outside, only to find it hanging from another vent a few hours later. Oh! Uh, however, the health department found no pest activity and issued the restaurant a clean bill of health. Let's well, they, need to harder. they need to look harder. <laughs> yeah. uh, why would you release a rat? I know it sounds, oh, I don't want to hurt animals. They're horrible. They're vile in the disease that they carry. And trust me, as a person 
who uh, unfortunately has to kill several thousand rats a year, it seems like, for my lizards. Uh, I hate it. I, I tell you guys this. I will not feed live rats to my lizards because, or my snakes, because it's... They know what's happening. Mice are stupid. Mice will walk straight into my lizard's mouth, and they're horrible. But rats are nasty, and I don't know if that's on the menu at the Cheesecake Factory, but you should take it out, and you you whack it, and you put it to bed. Speaking of uh, menus and whatnot, uh, new thing going on for restaurants. They're trying to figure what to do. Because they're battling like everything else. And something that is becoming more and more popular is uh, this. We're willing to pay by the month for streaming services. Would you do the same for your favorite restaurant meals? Large chains like Panera and P.F. Chang's, along with neighborhood hangouts, are putting subscriptions on their menus as a way to increase revenue and customer visits. Some offer things like free drinks or appetizers. Others will waive the delivery charge for subscribers. Personal finance app Rocket Money says the average American had between six and seven subscriptions last year. That's up from four in 2019. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I gotta be honest with you. I don't know how you do this right. Uh, when it comes to, to subscriptions with this, because just saving a little here, saving a little there, it's the, it's the, you know, like who does it or has done it best. And they'll do it all the time is Olive Garden, right? Don't they have that unlimited pasta thing? That's a win. Because people go back for pasta. And the goal is, you know, it's always that lost leader. You know, like anything, right? You buy a subscription and, you know, maybe use it once or twice and then it goes and you don't use it for months or you even have it. I think I think all of us would be shocked to find out what we have subscription-wise if we went through it. I know I would. I, I know I, I would. And I look and I go, okay, you know, do I ever use this publication? No, not as much. I only got it for a couple of articles and, you know, and I signed up. What about this, you know, this thing here? Do I watch this? Do I, I, probably I would be, you know, whether it's the gym or whatever it is. I just don't know how it would work with the food side of stuff. Because you saw what happened with uh, the, the, the movie, right, movie pass. That thing was horrible. It was great for the user. But it was horrible for the company because people were paying 10 bucks a month to see unlimited movies. They were bleeding money. It seemed like a good idea, but it just wasn't at the end of the day. And you got to find out how you balance all of those things with what do you think? Because you see, the goal of subscriptions is... How many people are going to use them versus how many? It's like insurance, right? How many people are actually going to use this comparatively to how many people spend? You buy insurance. Well, everybody buys insurance for their car, their house, whatever it is. The, the thing is, though, the way they look at it is we're going to have far more people that contribute to it than take out of it. It's not going to be the same thing, I think, with restaurants. Because if I had a chance to, you know, like a Panera, it's a no-go. I'm going to say this. I'm sure some of you like Panera, but yesterday we had Panera here, and uh, not a fan. Sorry, not a fan. Too much shishi, uh, and I have no idea what it is. I was talking to my uncle last night. I mean, it's not just parents. Everyone else says, what is the deal with, <laughs> I was telling my wife, the, the hard 
roll. I like a soft roll. Who doesn't like a soft? Well, it's texture. It's the hard roll. We got this food here yesterday. We had a going away party. And again, it's I'm not just singling out Panera, but what the hell? I'm going to say it. You know, I, I, I bit into this roll and I said, I, I, I looked at my friend. I go, did I just bite into a turtle? And they're like, no, that's the way it is. And it was, it was too, as he continues to put it, it was too bougie. <laughs> it was too bougie. It was a little bougie for me. But I just don't know what, like, you know, these, this, because subscription is kind of the way to go. That's what people are doing. Go subscription, go subscription. Because advertising is going to have a struggle this year. It's, and, and it's been having a struggle. Look at the numbers. The numbers are bearing out that this is going to be a tough few years. And, and part of that is because the year may not be in, in theory tough. It's the problem is, is advertisers now, don't know what to do because the demographic they're looking to get to build said brand loyalty to grow they don't want ads so how do you sell something to somebody who doesn't want to be sold how do you even alert them to your product who don't want to be alerted influencers is a huge deal that's massive Micro-influencers, people with like 50,000, 25,000, people feel like they're more engaged. But my my daughter and son the other day, uh, they were just saying, that, oh, God, it's an ad. I hate ads. I don't want anything to do with ads. It's just, oh, it's, a, it's so how do you get to that group of people is going to be tough. And subscription is one of the things they're growing up with, whether it's video games, television, things like that, and maybe restaurants in the future. That's what it's going to be. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Tell everybody if you miss any of the podcasts, feel free to grab yourself podcast. Absolutely free. No subscription. Wherever podcasts are available. All right? That's my gift to you. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's been a year. It's the anniversary tomorrow. One year since the invasion of Ukraine by, yes, the Pooter. I was here on the day of the invasion a year ago, and since then, you know, Ukrainian morale has always been this fierce determination to throw the Russians back. And with the battlefield successes that they've had, it's only really grown. And your polls show that the majority of Ukrainians believe that Ukraine will defeat Russia in the long run. They say that this is a decisive period of the war. They're preparing for a counteroffensive in the spring. And they say that if they continue to receive Western weapons, they believe they can liberate their territory and inflict a true defeat on Russia. If, if. If, if, and that's a big if. That is a big if because this is not going to end anytime soon. And now with China potentially joining in the fracas, if you will, uh, by helping the 
Russians. This could be even much longer than we anticipated. And I look at this and my my thought process is they want to see if we, the Americans, have the stomach to do this. Do we have the stomach to go through with this? Do we? Or are we going to fray and fall apart? Are we going to say, because we've got a presidential election coming up. And as this goes, you're going to find out what Biden thinks and where he's because, you know, was it last Tuesday, Washington Post, that article comes out, you know, uh, sources say people inside the Pentagon this day saying, hey, you know what? We we want them to have an off ramp. The old uh, Ukrainians here. Zelensky's got to pick a, uh, a point where he says, all right, it's enough is enough, at least for now, because let's let's be 100 percent honest. Russia's not going anywhere. And to think that Putin won't, if he's around 10 years from now, and they said, we're going to stop today, uh, that he won't figure out another reason to jump into the fracas. So it's understandable. There's that worry there. But then you're going to have Republicans on the stage. I want you guys to think about this. And you got a lot of Republicans out there who live and die by the, by the, 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 Tucker Carlson's of the world and they sit there and they watch Tucker and they buy into the stuff we were talking about over the last couple of days, the baloney of, Oh, I, I, I saw his speech and he's for nuclear family and, and he's for, you know, the strength of the, of man and woman and, and the West, you know, is depraved and it's weird and it's all the, and he's going to go out and he's going to use that stuff. And remember, the primary is so important, and we're going to touch on that in a second. But he's going to play that game. And it's going to be interesting to see how this thing pans out, because you're going to have several Republicans on that stage. You're going to be like, look, we're going to support them in spirit, and we can help them in a few other things. But what we're not going to do is fund them forever. And that's what China wants as we look at a year into this. And China's been on the sidelines kind of, sort of. But are they going to jump in? This comes amid concerns from the U.S. That, you, that China is considering providing lethal aid to Russia for its war. And Vladimir Putin hosted uh, China's top foreign policy official in Moscow on Wednesday. After that, Putin said that he is now expecting President Xi Jinping to visit Russia in the spring. Yeah. Are they going to throw money at it? See if we're going to throw money at it? And see what their will is. Even if there are people who don't want it, doesn't matter. Who wants it? He wants it. Who? She. If she wants it, it's going to happen. Doesn't matter what the people want. Are we going to stand steady? That's why this is going to be big. And it's weird because you have a lot of these 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 guys and gals are going to jump into this thing. This is going to be a potential big issue, especially a year from now. If we're still talking about this war, which unless something insane happens. I don't see why we wouldn't be still talking about a conflict. Russia has had a hard time keeping up with its ammunition requirements in Ukraine, and China can solve that issue. If they start providing uh, weapons and munitions, it would be a significant positive for Russia, negative for Ukraine and all of its supporters. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But I'm telling you, the primaries are, are, are such a big play nowadays. Because, and, and it's very interesting, what happened here yesterday, and I'm, I'm going to show you why it's such a big deal. Yesterday, there was a releasing of the report from Arizona 2020. 
Why does it matter? Mark Burnovich, who was the Republican AG at the time, who did the stuff, right? Because it was stolen from Trump, et cetera, et cetera. He went through it. Then last year, he comes out with this weird, there were some irregularities kind of thing, but they're still going through it all. 10,000 hours they put into this thing. The report was done last March. They found zero issues. Zero issues. None. The Republican AG found zero issues, and he sat on it for a year. And when he was voted out, the new AG moved in and said, well, let's release this thing. People have the right to know. Why does it matter? Who got through the primary? Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake got through the primary being what? A election denier. The lady that she beat in the primary would have absolutely easily walked to a victory in Arizona. Anywhere between seven and ten points. Some other people had it up by far greater points than that. But who got through? Carrie Lake. Why? Because the primary people that came out were sold on that. That it was stolen. And because of that, she got by. And there's a good chance, because if you go and look at the numbers out here in Arizona, how she she went through and and she got through, the reality is she lost a ton when it came to the actual general election, where some other Republicans didn't. No, no. But the election-denying side of it went on. And the primary is so much more important think, than people. People can, and, and I keep saying this, you may win a primary, but can you win a general? That's the big issue that the Republicans are looking at now, where they look at Trump and they think, I don't think Trump, I, I got a ton of, by the way, this pissed people off yesterday, not just in Arizona, but nationwide when this came out. And, and you have every right to be pissed off because you were told For two years, now going on three, that it was stolen. They knew it wasn't stolen. They continued to push the lie. And they continued to grift and raise money off of it. Since Carrie Lake lost in November, she's raised almost $3 million. Between $2.5 and $3 million off the quote-unquote, it was stolen from me. This thing came out, should have come out in March of last year. But it didn't. And part of that I blame on voters. Voters. And I want you guys to listen to this. And this is important. You have to ask yourself right now, as a voter, as a person, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, Do you want the actual truth or do you want affirmation of your belief and what you want? Do you want to know the truth about something? Or do you want to only be affirmed in your belief? And that matters. It does. Because one of the reasons I think this guy, Bernovich, didn't release any of this information was... He was running for Senate. 
And he knew if he did, he was done. And he knew if he did, he was going to be blasted out. Hell, they might have tried to recall him with only nine months left or 10 months left inside of his uh, inside of his run. But that's the fear that people have. We have now gotten to the point where we are scared to deliver the truth to people because we know that we're going to get, if you will, the messenger shot. Even if it's in front of you and it's the truth, even if if in front of you is the absolute truth of what went down, people are still going to be pissed. And we're going to hold you accountable for it, even though if you had nothing to do with it. So you have to ask yourself today, do I want to know the truth? Or do I only want confirmation bias of what I believe? Do I want to understand something for as it is, as it happened, and what really took place? Or do I want to live in a fantasy world of delusion and conspiracy? And both sides, you guys got a huge part to play in it. If you stray from the ideology, the theology of whatever baloney that somebody's pushing out there and the hardcore crazy wackadoos on social media, do you want to actually go, wait a minute here, I'm independent thinking enough, even though you may be conservative or liberal, but I'm, I'm independent enough to go, uh, I'd like to know the truth. I've got some questions. But people are afraid of their tribe. That is as much canceling each other out as any kind of cancel culture that's out there. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. And that's why I want everybody to understand why primaries and things like this matter is because so much of what's going to take place is going to be based on a few things. And ask yourself, next primary that runs around, Iowa, South Carolina, Whatever it is that's going on, is this person spinning a yarn because they think I can get through a primary? Ask, are they telling you, A, the truth, and B, can they win a general? 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things, Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get yourself a free bag of Rough Greens, vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff. Your dog is going to be happy as my dog. My dog is bouncy. He's healthy. He's happier than he's been since we've had him. And he seems to be going stronger and harder. The energy level is through the roof for a dog that is going on 16. That's crazy. It is nuts, and I love every second of it. My wife says it's hilarious because Doodle jumps around. So my dog's about between 15 and 16. We adopted him. We thought he was like six. Found out he was closer to 10. And now we're, you know, probably, you know, going on fifth, sixth year we've had him. And he's little tails, whirly dervish. She goes, you know what he's doing? She goes, we got to stop giving him rough greens. I said, why? She goes, he's aging backwards. He's Benjamin Button. Don't you want your dog to be healthy and happy? Try a bag for free. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Get a bag of Rough Greens for free today. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Coming up, bottom of the hour, we're going to talk Don Lemon. We're going to talk about what's the perfect candidate look like? Who's getting in the race for the Republicans? Yes, we're going to be joined by the chicks on the right. The bottom of the hour. It's the Chad Benson Show.
You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Here in Southern California, admittedly, most people will tell you they're not accustomed to the snow. They don't know how to drive in it. Today, there is a blizzard warning for L.A. County, the first one in over 30 years. Snow moving in tonight from a cold storm out of Alaska. Low snow levels not seen since 2009 could have snow at the level of the Hollywood sign. The California Highway Patrol already warning mountain highways will close. If it is not safe for the motoring public to use those highways, we will shut them down. Drivers are being told to fill up their gas tanks and bring food and water in their cars in case they get stuck. (laughs) I don't think people, so a lot of you listening across the country, you guys laugh at people out in the West because we're not used to weather. Yesterday here in Arizona, we had a weather event. We had winds at 50 miles an hour. Look, wherever you are in the country, winds at 50 miles an hour, but we had some rain and you put that together. it, It doesn't make a good combination, partly because we don't get rain. We don't get weather events. They just don't happen. We get earthquakes, we get heat waves, but we don't get this kind of weather event. And uh, the cold front's moving through, and it's it's hitting us. But I was talking to my uncle, lives in Southern California, my mom. They they're laughing because they're like, they, it's it's great, you know. It's like Stormwatch, and they got all the special effects on the news because they don't get that stuff. Which don't like people ask, why do people drive so horrible in the rain in places like Arizona? We'll tell you why. One of it is, is we may not have rain for three hundred and fifty days. <laughs> Right. And that sounds weird, but you drive around on hot asphalt for 300 of those 350 days. You get an oil accumulation and then water hits it. It becomes black ice. I don't know what will happen if there's a storm warning, but it would be hilarious if they really got snow in Southern California. That being said, earlier this year, there was snow in Huntington Beach. How weird is that? It's a beach with snow. (laughs) 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Uh, Buttigieg, what's going to happen? It's very interesting with what's going on in Ohio. People are are pissed and angry. Uh, this is a resident, uh, Jim Stewart. Oh, man. Pissed at the CEO, Alan Shaw of Norfolk Southern and lets it be known. People of East Palestine are just being treated like dummies. I'm angry. I'm angry about this. I've lived in East Palestine for 65 years now. That's my home. My grandmother came from Germany. She lived in Palestine. My dad grew up there. I live in a house that's probably the closest of any of these. And and it's a shame. I'm afraid to put my dog out just to pee. I, I don't feel safe in this town now. You took it away from me. You took us away from us. You seem like a sincere man. I'm not calling you names. I'm not, you know, your company stinks because they're not watching what's going on. You've got to do something about this. I lost a lot. I lost the value of my home. I'm only one block. I can throw a stone to that burner. It is. Uh, I don't think people realize the damage long term that's been done here. That place is contaminated. Housing prices are plummeting and any health issues are coming today. They may come months and years down the line. People, that place is Chernobyl for for many residents. You think about that for a second. And it is sad. It is. People lived there for a very long time. And the EPA said, look, you guys got to clean this up. And if you don't clean it up, we'll do it for you. And we're going to do the rental car thing where if you don't fill the gas tank up, we're going to charge you $12 a gallon. Well, they're going to charge three times what Norfolk would have essentially been charged in the cleanup if they don't do it themselves.
and they have every right to. They should be pissed. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Chicks on the right. Join us straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's that time of the week. We're joined by two lovely ladies, and then these two, uh, Mock and Daisy from Chicks on the Right. Uh, they join the show to talk about today's news and having a good time, and because it's pop culture, it's fun, it's life. And I want to pick your brain because uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are pissed at the world because they got made fun out of and called on the carpet. And I know you guys find that hysterical. Yeah, it's funny. It's really funny. The Except now they're that- saying that it's not like she came it's- out and she's like, I'm not that mad. We're not suing. Did she really say that? Did she say that? Yeah. Oh, she's so full of crap because she knows she got heat. She got a bunch of heat for that. The episode, the name of the episode was Wang. <laughs> so I Which love that. Exactly what they are. <laughs> they're just two people that embody the word Wang. <laughs> Where? Hey, <laughs> speaking of where, uh, uh, Don Lemon is in trouble. And of course, he had to go to re education therapy because in the intersectionality hierarchy, while he is black and gay, he was he was ageist, sexist and racist against a woman. So she got three points. He only has two. Uh, <laughs> you guys are women and you guys are, according to Don Lemon, past your prime. Uh, how does right. that make you feel? Um, I'm truly offended by it. Are you offended? <laughs> Are you okay? You feel okay? You all right? I'm fine. I'm doing yeah. just fine. Although mm-hmm. I will say, because Megan Kelly has a take and she's furious that uh, Don Lemon is getting away with doing all this and that he's not just absolutely fired. But then um, Candace Owens has a whole other take, which is conservatives need to calm down. We can't play the leftist games and get outraged and offended by everything. But I actually think Candace is missing the bigger picture, which is that we're not it's not like Daisy and I are losing sleep over being called out of our prime by Don Lemon. But we are calling out the hypocrisy and the double standard, because if he was somebody that was conservative saying that about a 51 year old liberal woman, then he would be immediately canceled. And so that's the part that we're trying to call out. Yeah. And also, I think that he he thought that the rules were that since she's conservative, he can say whatever the hell he wants about her. And then he was kind of spanked for that, you know, because it's like you can't do that, you know. So I I think he just he got really comfortable in that world of I can just say anything I want about a conservative woman. It's like, no, you don't you don't get to do that. that, Don Lamont. And so he's learning very quickly that they will also eat their own. The liberals will do that. And now he is that's happening to him. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy because I'm sitting there thinking to me. Because I'm 52 years old and I'm so not near my prime when it comes to because I got ways to go before I get there. But like, yeah, when I was 23, I was in way better shape than I am now. Dad bought all over the place. Is my <laughs> mind still sharp? Absolutely. But right. she's young compared to the politicians we now. Joe Biden is 306 totally. years old. He remembers when they used to talk about the iron horse that would one day take over this land. <laughs> And yet so he true. took a 10 hour train ride to get to uh, to get to, you know, the to Kiev, which I, I quite mm-hmm. frankly, I applaud him for. You yeah. applaud him for going. 
I do, do applaud him for the, going. The train ride. You applaud him for going to Ukraine? I really? think it was, look, I, I think it was, he, he he went to a place that was a war zone with no Americans controlling anything, which I think showed guts. He's also lived a very long life. So if it ended that way, it would have been awful. But still, that I'm kidding, everybody. I'm kidding. But I applaud him for going. But his message is all over the place. I think we all know that. But, you know, when we're talking about the age thing, he's 80 years old, for God's sakes. She's yeah. 51. There's he, a 29 year difference. Do you think he actually knows where he is? Jeff? <laughs> no, I heard I my buddy he say is. the other day, he looked out the train and he probably said, man, Delaware looks beautiful this time of year. <laughs> right. He has no freaking clue where he is half the time. <laughs> well, and I think and most people know that like when Nikki Haley was saying that he's no longer in his prime, that was a super polite way of saying the dude has dementia. And he's mm-hmm. it's not just that it's an out of his prime thing. He is unfit to be president and then certainly to run again for president. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, it's every day. He's making gaffes every single day. Like Mock and I on our show the other day, she played a clip where he was touching some dude's biceps in the Ukraine. And he's just like fawning all over. He's like, oh, God, your biceps. <laughs> I mean, he's just he's just can he not be creepy for like five minutes? I mean, can he not just be normal and be presidential for like just a half a second? I mean, he's just he's never cool. Ever, <laughs> ever. Let's be real. The last two presidents have a few issues with boundaries, and I think we all know that. <laughs> I think it's time to take a step back and go, we need a president that is not only going to be the ruler of the free world, but also understands tack, decorum, and boundaries. Who's up that for Because Vivek's running, right? Like, Vivek jumped in today. Vivek uh, Ramswami uh, jumped in, which is, I, he's very interesting, but here's my take on this. I like a lot of what he's saying, and at the same time, are you selling books? I get that. I, and that's a legit um, it's a legit possibility, although I don't think he needs the money. This is an entrepreneur who has started and sold companies. So I don't think he's like, oh, my God, how am I going to retire? I think he genuinely does have a huge desire to help America get back to its America American greatness. And so I I really like so far what I've seen from Vivek. I just realized that I've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. It's it Vivek. Vivek. Um, and so I think he's an interesting addition to the mix. And I'm, I'm going to be very interested to watch him, especially because DeSantis has not yet said he's running. Yeah. And plus, I, plus people are not used to this, Chad. They're, they're not used to people like him. And so he's an anomaly and people freak out when they see businessmen like him or businesswomen like him get into, they, they throw their hats into the ring because they're like, oh my God, there's no government experience there. There's no, you know, it's, it, it, they're not, they're not used to, which is what the founders intended. The founders wanted people like Vivek to, to run and to get into office and to be there for a couple of years and then get the hell out. That's what they intended for us. But we're so used to people like the Joe Bidens of the world being in there for 40 freaking years and being career politicians. This is what we're conditioned to expect. And so when we see somebody like a Vivek run, we're like, well, that's weird. You know why? <laughs> this is just bizarre to us. And even conservatives are a little freaked out by it, which is yeah. that's the weird thing is that we shouldn't be freaked out by somebody like him running. We should be conditioned to be like okay this is normal we should think that that's normal and not weird yeah absolutely talking to the chicks on the right as we talk about all kinds of wacky stuff and and political stuff you know what if i was to ask you guys when you see a president run or or somebody who's going to run for president on the right side if you were to design somebody that you would want to to be in that position 
what does it look like policy wise? What does it look like in, 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 you know, being able to deal with the pop culture of what politics has become today? Because I think everybody's got their mind. Okay. If I could pick, you know, take a little bit of Reagan and maybe some oomph of Trump and a little bit of the, what would it look like to you? That's such a great question. And it's one it we've is. talked about forever, even back in our radio days, we always talked about, wouldn't it be great if some man would emerge from the jungle that no one has ever heard of before that has all of the characteristics that you just mentioned. It takes the best of every everybody that we've loved and who's been an effective leader and puts them all into one guy. And I don't know. I mean, is it possible that Vivek is that guy? I don't know. I don't like the fact that on Twitter already, I'm seeing people just be like, they're saying things like, how dare he think he can be president? Well, why not? I don't understand anybody who's like, I've never heard of him, so therefore he can't do it. How about yeah. you learn about him first and then make exactly. up your mind? And mm -hmm. so it goes back to Daisy's point where <clears throat> if you haven't heard of him in the world of politics before, then somehow that disqualifies him. I think that's the best qualifier ever. Exactly. I, you know, that's the thing is that I I've been a DeSantis girl from day one when it comes to the presidential race, but he's not in it. <laughs> so I'm you know, I'm like exploring all the options right now. Mm -hmm. And when it comes Ooh. to a, a, a perfect candidate, I mean, that person needs to be limited government. Go back to what the founders wanted for us. Read the freaking constitution, you know, get a grip on civics, like understand what the founders wanted for us. And it's not what we're seeing today. We are so far removed from what they wanted for us. I mean, geez, like, I don't know, abolish the IRS. There's one. Abolish the Department of Education. There's two. I mean, it's like we could go on and on. There's a list, Chad. There's like a, <laughs> a huge scroll that we could tell you what we want this person to do. They won't be able to do all of it. But if we could just get 10 of the things done, it would be a win for us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I sit there and think, you know, you want somebody that has the, uh, again, the pushback a bit of Trump, some of what Reagan yeah. had, some of even what of Obama and JFK have in the way that you speak and the eloquence of being able to mm -hmm. delay, you know, bring a message. I mean, you could go across a tons of, I, of course, you got to talk about Polk, right? That guy was awesome. Some Grover Cleveland you throw in there. Don't want anybody to die in a bathtub, but you never know what could happen. I mean, we can throw <laughs> a lot of stuff out there that you would think yep. about, like if you're designing something and somebody that you would want to see come forward and i look around and i'm like i don't know what desantis is going to be like i mean you know scott walker was the hot thing for a while and then he came out he and was. he flamed out desantis you know tim scott i love his story yesterday he was in iowa and mm -hmm. i was very intrigued i want to hear what he's going to say is he going to jump in because i want to know no, I is, are you getting yeah. in it because you feel you want to or is there a push by other people because i often worry because the world of politics so often they're looking for the same thing we are who can we make out to do the bidding that we need done and i worry about tim scott because he is so effective and good how much of this is him and how much of this is other people pushing him and then you bring up a great point because a lot of nowadays people have to be so charismatic. Like you brought up Scott Walker. What was it they used to call him? Aggressively normal is what that's they what call he called him. himself. He called himself aggressive. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Aggressively normal. And so he wasn't, I mean, he's, we've met him. He's like the nicest guy. He's like a super great guy. Right. But I don't know if he was as, you know, charismatic enough and like flashy enough to win because people, that's so important now, which sucks. Because nowadays you have to be like really great on social media and you have to be like this, hey, like used car salesman kind of like personality where you have to like be super flashy and care. Trump had that. 
Trump had that personality where he was out there and in people's faces and boisterous and he was a pit bull and people love that. And he can get up on a stage and like, you know, talk to people for three hours and entertain, frankly. And nowadays you have to be able to kind of do that. It's not just about policy. It's about entertainment, which I hate to say it, but that's part of the deal. It is part of the deal. And then, but unfortunately that can sometimes come with negative side effects. Right. (laughs) And Trump is a great example of that. Like, Uh do, do we accept the good with the bad? I don't know. I know a lot of people are tired enough of the bad that they Mm -hmm. are ready for a change. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. Uh, Like I look at Trump and you and I, ladies, we've talked about just talking to ladies, uh, the ladies here, Maka Daisy chicks on the right. We've talked about it before. Because I'm not afraid to criticize Trump, and I think my audience is strong enough to understand that, look, I can I can uh, sit there and compartmentalize, hey, look, I think he did some good things, but I also think he did some things ridiculous, and I'm not going to follow him around like he's Yahweh. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I look, and when people get mad about the last election, and look, was there some screwy business? There's a potential. Could you ever prove it? No. So we have to move on with our life. But are we? do we really want another Trump thing? Because I think that Nikki Haley thing, as we were talking about earlier, I think a portion of that was a swipe at Trump, too. Because Trump's no spring chicken uh, yeah. himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh no, he's he's a lot, he's just almost as old as Biden, right? I mean, isn't mm-hmm. he? he's up there. Or just, a, he's a lot, I think he's very sprightly. I mean, I think he's definitely not, he's not dementia-ridden like Biden. I think that there are certain older people that are, more in their right mind than other older people. But I think a lot of us are just, you know, regardless, I think a lot of us are just ready for younger people to be in office. I mean, it, it, Trump aside, I think we're just ready. A lot of us are, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. 110%. I mean, I would, I would mm-hmm. like to see, you know, again, as she said, new blood. Yeah. It's right. just somebody with some different ideas to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Somebody who I, you know, I mean, I would love to see that. And I mean, does it mean it's going to be perfect? No, but that's the other side of it. I mean, everybody wants perfection. You're not going to get it. We are a divided never. nation. You're never yeah. going to get perfection. Uh, and the sad thing is both sides in the extremes, have too loud of a voice and would rather settle for 100% of nothing than 75% of the right thing. Yep. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Which is why, by the way, we've always said we are not never Trumpers. So if he ends up being the nominee, that's going to be a disappointment to me personally. I'm still going to vote for him because the alternative is absolutely unthinkable. And there are way too many. There are way too many people who are only Trumpers who are Mm -hmm. saying if that's not the guy, they're just not going to vote or they're you know what I mean? And I just think that's such a self-defeating attitude. I I will never understand that. It's crazy is is what it is, because, yeah, right now it's like our country is careening off a cliff. I mean, we're circling the drain when it comes to everything. Look around. Everything is exploding. Literally, (laughs) things are exploding all over the place. And so, yeah, I don't understand that mentality. It's it's, it's very much of an all or nothing with some of these people. And that doesn't make any sense. How is that going to make anything better if we continue down the path of basically socialism? It's crazy. It's crazy. They're the chicks yeah. on the right. Ladies, if they want to get a hold of you, everybody wants to get a hold of you. Let's find out who you are, where your OnlyFans is, all of that stuff. <laughs> where exactly do they go? Tell them, Mark. Well, the easiest thing to do is just go to chicksontheright.com slash links. And that has a list of our website and our podcast and all of our social media and one-stop shopping right there. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a new thing called Only Hams, where I just go to the oh. supermarket and take pictures of hams. And that's, that's all that's so- on there. I love oh my that. God, love that it. sounds hot. God, and I'm is, hungry now. I'm super yeah, right? hungry now. <laughs> you're you're hungry for some ham. I know that, ladies. Heck yeah. Love having you on. You guys have a good one, and we will talk to you soon as we always do.
All right. Thank, thank you. you. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. Oh, kids, Bulwark Capital, my buddy over there, Zach Abraham, you're going to want to talk to him. So once every, what, six weeks or so, they do these big webinars, but you can jump in at any time and listen to their podcast. What they deliver to their people is incredible. It is the best of the best of the best when it comes to wealth management, helping you build wealth, protecting it, the strategies to move you forward. So much craziness going on. The wild times, as they called them, you know, as Zach and I have chatted about, this is what this wild ride is going to be in 2023. You want to make sure you're positioned right, whether you're just starting out, whether you're in the middle of saving and, 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 and investing towards retirement, or you may be just in retirement. Why not Talk to somebody who can help you protect the downside and give you upside potential. Position yourself perfectly as the, for, for the age appropriateness of where you are in your retirement. You can be a little bit more risk, uh, you know, you're, you're more risk adverse as you get older. At the same time, you can afford to take a little bit more risk when you're younger. Let them help you with that. They've got a great book that they're going to send you called Common Sense. Uh, investing. It's a simple booklet to go through, but just check them out. Do me a favor. Go to their website, knowyourriskradio.com, K-N-O-W, yourriskradio.com, or you can also go to Bulwark Capital Management. They won't steer you wrong. I send my family there. I send everybody there. I send myself there. Investment advisory services offered through Trek Financial, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Always nice to have the uh, chicks on. I wanted to pick their brain about, uh, you know, Vivek uh, Ramswari because I, I think it's very interesting because I know they've been kind of high on him and I thought it'd be kind of neat. And I also wanted to get their opinion as two women who are about my age uh, and uh, who seem to be doing okay and don't seem to be past their prime about the whole Don Lemon thing. You know, as he made his appearance back on television from his shame, shame. I'm waiting for that day when we just follow somebody around with a cowbell. This past weekend, my son was playing. He had a hockey tournament and God bless him. Uh, I'm not one of these parents that gets crazy into it. I want my son to do well, but I want him to have fun. But whenever he, he got a couple penalties, one of which, well, both of them, I have no idea why. He just happened to be bigger than the other kids. But I wanted, I just kept yelling, shame. Shame! Uh, maybe we need to do that. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for somebody to follow Don Lemon around a studio with a cowbell, going shame, shame. That's what's going to happen. This new punishment at Chad Benson Show Twitter C H A D B E N S O N. I see you Friday. Ah, night night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.